Welcome to Washington in Focus. I'm your host, Brett Davis, the Center Square's Washington State Editor. Joining me today is reporter Spencer Pauley. You live in Seattle, right, Spencer? I do, yes. So how is the crime in your neighborhood? My area is pretty fine for the most part. You get a lot of car break-ins, but compared to some of the other instances that you're seeing in other districts, I think we'll take that. Okay. So you got off fairly easy so far. I think that's the best way to phrase that, yes. <laughs> and the reason I bring that up is because of a recent story you penned about the uh, Emerald City South Precinct. Uh, it's been experiencing a spate of robberies as of late. So what's going on and what's being done about it? So Seattle Police Department, uh, specifically their South Precinct, is dealing with an uptick in pattern burglaries. In August, there were eight home robberies that you're seeing. And since June, there have been 14 Wow. Now, the issue we're seeing here in that Seattle Police Department had to actually hold a press conference for is that 13 of these 14 reported incidents targeted the elderly Asian community. So are these uh, hate crimes or just crimes of opportunity? So that's the question here. And John O'Reilly from the Seattle Police Department said that they are not hate crimes. In fact, instead, they are targeting what he considers vulnerable members of the community. Uh, these are the elderly Asian community might not there might be a language barrier per se. And so these people might just be targeted because they can't really defend themselves because they can't speak English as well. Now, is there any particular pattern to these crimes? So it seems like the suspects they're finding is like about three to seven uh, black teen males. Um, and what they're doing is they're running up on victims behind right as they're entering their own homes or businesses and they will hold them at gunpoint and then still their belongings. There's one instance that happened last Saturday that has kind of spooked, I think, the city a little bit. It was called on a home surveillance camera where an older man was approaching a home and uh, two men were covered up and held a gun to his face before the other one quickly tased him to the ground. And then you see on the surveillance camera, they steal his belongings and run off. Scott free a firearm and a taser. Yes. One was, I think, just to intimidate and the other one was to actually do some damage. And, you know, it's hard to look at because these are people in the community here that right. are just being taken advantage of. Now, I know you didn't delve into this uh, in your story, but do you think this has anything to do with uh, the lack of personnel or the personnel problems the Seattle Police Department is having? So that was a question asked to uh, uh, O'Reilly. And what he told said was, it was a very non-answer, I think, in that saying, you know, if there were more officers, there'd be more surveillance, uh, there'd more be, be more people out in patrol. But I don't think you want to say that would define, like, help solve the situation per se. But perhaps that it could look, that could be uh, something to look into more in what he said. I brought that up because in the course of editing the story, I actually went to Seattle Police Department's website. And at the top of their website, there is a there's text that says, attention, our precinct lobbies are open as staffing allows. Please call ahead to ensure availability. Yep. So that doesn't exactly inspire confidence. I know. And, and that's, I think, what's kind of scary about the situation, because if people, if listeners don't know, the South Precinct, it's uh an area where you're more prone to see some crime, I, I think is a good way to phrase it. This runs from the Soto region, which is south downtown, all the way down to Rainier Beach. And it's just a lot of lower income housing and people are just more susceptible for crime. And when you don't have a lack of patrolling out there, there's a lot of people that can get away with it. And you're seeing repeat offenders here, including these uh, three to seven suspects. Now, Tenet O'Reilly said, and I quote, we're going to catch him. 
So I believe at the end of your story, you mentioned something about uh, about the the budget. Now, is the budget being increased to deal with this increase in crime? Nope. In fact, it's the opposite. Um, oh, geez. I think 2022, the budget for the South Precinct is uh, was about 22.8 million. Okay. Uh, and that has dropped down to 19 million in 2023. I see. And this covers about 149 full time positions within the South Precinct. And you can look into. I don't quite know why they dropped the budget, but I do know that the city is dealing with a budget shortfall where they're looking at the general fund, seeing where we can make cuts. And if they're making cuts uh, within public safety to work with this, it might come to backfire here with all these uh, increased crimes here. After reading your story and other uh, crime story or stories about crime in Seattle, I, I came across the other day a news story. I don't remember where I saw it, but it was like it was about a Gallup poll that said Seattle is among the safest major U.S. cities to visit or live in. I had to do a double take on that. I was very confused by that, given all of the <laughs> the crime news coming out of uh, Seattle. So, so I, I'm not I sure think, how they figured that. Yeah, I you know they say like. Major cities all have their crime issues, right? But I think what you're seeing in sales may be the perhaps gentrification. You're seeing like these higher developed, uh, high income communities within Seattle, but then all grouped in these one small parts are at the lower income where you're going to see more cases of crime, violent and property damage. So I think maybe whoever com- conducted that survey and result should have probably looked into that a little bit more. Well, I have a feeling this won't be the last story you do on crime in Seattle. I'm sorry to say. Probably not, but we'll see. Listeners can keep up with this story and more at thecentersquare.com. For Spencer Pauly, this is Brett Davis. Please subscribe and thanks for listening. Thanks for listening.